Update on the CPI inflation report and the stock market plus the bond market, 9.15 a.m. Eastern Eastern Time, uh, November 14th. Okay, we got the inflation report, and the interesting thing is when I first looked at the month-to-month CPI, I didn't see a big deal why the stock market futures were exploding. Dow was up 300 points, the S&P 500 up 58 to 62 points, NASDAQ up a huge amount. The bond market, the interest rates just collapsed to 4.5%. It's just wild and crazy, okay? And I said, why are they getting so excited? Well, because they were betting on a 0.1% increase month-to-month on core inflation. Well, it came in at 0%. It was unchanged from the prior month. They also were betting on maybe a little bit bigger increase in the core inflation. And I forget now, I think it came in at 0.1 and they were looking for 0.2 to 0.3 or something like that. And again, I thought, not a reason to really explode here. Then you switch to the year on year and you find that the headline or total inflation, the CPI, dropped from 3.7 to 3.2. And I had a gut feeling or hope that it would drop that much, but I didn't really have the analysis to be brave enough to say that's what it should do. And I decided we will wait on the data. I've been doing that for several months now. Uh, wait on the data, wait on the market's response, plug it into the model and use it for more of intermediate to long-term or not so short-term, but not try to get into the game of extreme short-term speculation of where things are going, okay? So that was a very nice drop in the CPI, and it's starting to cause people to think, even if it doesn't continue to drop next few months, that probably next year we will see it below 3%, and probably the Fed's going to back off, not not lower interest rates anytime soon, but they're not going to scare us so much. They're going to be a little more relieved here. So it made them quite bullish. Now, when you look at the core year-on-year, however, all it did was drop from 4.1 to 4. And might have even been unchanged at 4 or something like that. So here again, you know, not... I don't think it's that great of an inflation report. But we got something. And here's the key. I think the reason the market is uh, both the bonds and the stock market reacting so volatile is there were just too many people betting on the downside or fewer people but with more and more money they were gearing up betting more and more on the downside and they just got burned, okay? Now, some of the smart ones were actually getting out and changing the positions a few weeks ago, but it doesn't mean they didn't have something on the table where they're now feeling like they're behind of how much to actually buy to be bullish. And I do think some of the bears, especially retail, uh, the average American out there, probably has been scared to death since August and more so late October. And they probably saw this explosion at the start of November off the Fed and maybe even become concerned it was too fast, a knee-jerk reaction in a bear market. How many times have we heard people talk about that stuff? And they become concerned that they didn't buy fast enough, not enough. Now everybody's scrambling to buy. Now here's the problem. We're going to have a gap higher. And it's going to be a sizable gap. To me, that has to be filled someday. So here we are. We've got a report. We've got bullish response of the market. To me, that's supporting evidence to be bullish in the next year. It's supporting evidence to be bullish into December. So the model's doing hunky-dory. Everything's fine. 
but on a very short-term basis, it's not so fine because they move too fast ahead of themselves, and it's just the mechanics of the machine here that it's overnight trading causing this explosion, and now the day session is going to have to explode higher to match it. But then the question is, will somebody immediately sell it, pull it back, and where are we going for future news? So this market may be sloppy for a while, and I want to remind you the seasonal people, when they found out they were wrong, that the seasonal trend from August into October stayed more bearish into late October, which was late for the normal seasonal. What they did is they isolated the year before a presidential election year and notice the pattern can be bearish into November, but be very bullish in early November, then turns choppy mid-November, and we now are we are now mid-November, and we've had a very bullish move early November, but it can be very bullish late November, and November is the best up month on a percentage basis, uh, sometimes for the year, and December, though, can come in a second month, and sometimes even better. So the seasonal guys are bullish into December is my guess. And I think they think there's more coming later November. But will they back off the next few days saying this market's already a little ahead of itself? Don't know, but something we do need to consider is that, that this can work, that it's going higher into December, but these gaps, you know, they're just things we got to watch that, hey, somebody might knock it down to that. Now, if they knock it down today... What you may see is they start to fill the gap and then they don't let it be completely filled. They just jump in and buy it anyways and put it up higher still. And then maybe someday they got to pull it back and get that last little bit gap. So this could be quite complicated in the next few days, even the next couple of weeks. But in general, I think we've got to stick with the idea. This market's going higher in December, favor the model outlook, and we can find the seasonal or selected seasonal backing up the model on that, okay? Now, how about the bond market? Um, I, I missed an opportunity. I wanted to buy bonds, and I kept playing games with it, got stopped out. I was way too short-term, and now I don't know what to do with it, but I'm convinced interest rates are going lower in the next week. Bonds are going higher in the next week. I think looking out to December, pretty much the same idea. Bonds are going higher. Interest rates are coming down. Um, don't know how much or how well, but that's constructive and supportive to the stock market forecast of going higher. And I was just reading something on Twitter from John Authors who says, boy, the two-year note just collapsed here, the lowest since September uh, 25th or something. And they just said that's a very nice response coming off of some of this data. But again, now we have to wonder, are they going to backpedal a little bit? Uh, at some point. And, you know, I, I don't know how or when, just how that's going to work out. But I think overall, the market is telling us, hey, we got a decent inflation report. Uh, things are not so gloomy after all. And um, I think the people are looking for 4,600 at the end of the year are going to be right. There's others even higher than that. I think we're on our way. Now, for the dollar index, I told you last week it should rally into this week. Well, it rallied last week, so that was a level three uptrend. But this week, it's the high of the week was just a little lower than last week, so it kind of like just stopped. And now it's down, and it's wiped out the rally last week. I think that's constructive uh, behavior. It's a new level three downtrend. It worked, okay? 
And the reason for the volatility was the response from the inflation report. So we got the dollar people willing to sell the dollar. We got the bond people willing to buy bonds and knock interest rates down. And that's why also the dollar is going down because of the lower interest rates. And again, this looks constructive and supportive to the stock market. Well, the stock market was already up anyways, or going up anyways because of inflation, but it's probably looking over at the interest rates and dollars saying, well, thank you. This is also, we're all on the same page here. So just fascinating how people were so irrational beating up the market in late October, gave us a problem of trying to pick that level one bottom, and yet at the very last minute, so to speak, it respected our rule that it shouldn't bottom any later than October and the Fed come in and I think they kind of overreacted after the Fed, frankly, put the market up. But that tells us how the bearishness was just too much and it can create these big up moves. Well, anyway, there are some people that have been calling for a face ripper up move. I think they've been wrong a few times this year on this, but they were right also a few times. This, this could be quite explosive into December, but at the same time, we're going to create a gap today. What kind of problems can that cause or maybe no problems? Don't know what we're really going to do in a matter of hours, a few days here, but I just got to stay focused. This stock market's going higher to much higher into December, and it still fits in the long-term bull market from October of last year into sometime 2024. And that all fits in the bull market from 2020 uh, for this decade. Uh, it all fits. It all looks good. Uh, but we, at times, the market can run a little too fast, a little too hot. And maybe this gap is, is going to suggest some of that. But I think, I think the attitude's been changed here. I think some bears really been beaten up here. And some of them uh, flipped, okay, but probably haven't flipped enough. And I think there's a lot more buying to come just from the bears, but I also think some of the bulls who got scared out of positions, didn't get back in right, uh, are going to, um, you know, still continue to look for opportunities here uh, to buy this market. And keep in mind, even Bill Ackman a few weeks ago, he was one of those that uh, had a huge position on higher interest rates and he was using it to protect his stocks and he made $200 million. But the fascinating thing is, I warned you that, or I just made a comment, that it just seemed like everybody was just too aggressive, too crazy. Something was, wasn't quite right. And I even wrote an article about that time. And then about two days later, or I think uh, on a Monday or something, we got the news Bill Ackman dumped his position. Now, he dumped his position, made $200 million, but he was dumping that because he was more concerned of geopolitical events, wars that would eventually force... Uh, government central banks to lower interest rates, and then that would hurt his position. So he was looking for a different reason, yet he's still looking smart and right. And sometimes we can't get the story right, and that's, but that's what I love with this business cycle stuff. Even if I can't get the story right, we can find out we're still right in the market because of these business cycles. Doesn't always work that well, but that's that's something to think about. Any rate, uh, here we go to get open up today's market here, and it's going to open much higher. And, uh, and then we'll just have to see how they deal with it and work with it. And just keep in mind, you know, they could stall out for a few days here or something. But I think we better be bullish into December. Past results are not necessarily indicative of future results. And that is bullish, the stock market. But I'm leaning towards the bonds can be somewhat bullisher into December as well and probably bearish uh, for the dollar. Thank you.